Hey friend, I'm Micah McCurry. This is Bible Tract Echoes. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Yesterday on the broadcast, I told a somewhat amusing story, at least to me, about a mistake I made some years ago as a young boy less than 10 years old. I chose, off of this beautiful menu at a swanky restaurant, I chose prime rib, but I thought I was getting a slab of ribs. You see, I enjoyed ribs. I enjoyed the texture of them and and the tactile sensation of pulling all that meat off the bones, and that's what I thought I was getting until I accidentally ordered something better. And get this, I was disappointed by the best. The best thing on that entire menu was the prime rib I had ordered. And unbeknownst to me, the best wasn't good enough in my mind. Have you ever been in that circumstance? Have you ever been in that situation? That's what we are talking about all this week. I'd like you to turn your Bibles to the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah 29. I'll read just one verse. This will be kind of the beginning. This will allow us to jump into this thought. I think you know as well as I that God always wants to give us the best. God wants the best for us. You say, well, you don't know what my life circumstances are like. You don't know what I've gone through. Everything we deal with, everything that's given to us at the end of the day, known by God, whether understood by us, is his best. Jeremiah 29 verse 11, I realize that this verse, the historical setting, it's this verse is part of a letter written by the prophet Jeremiah to the Jewish people around 600 BC or thereabouts, and the cultural context, the Jewish exiles are living in a foreign land under difficult circumstances, they feel hopeless, outnumbered, and alone. The purpose of this letter, Jeremiah as a whole, Jeremiah is trying to encourage the exiles, reminding them God, despite their current plight, God is still on the throne and still on their side. And so, yes, the context is written to the people of Israel, but I truly believe that we can take part of this as an understanding for ourselves as well. Jeremiah 29 verse 11, the Bible says this, God says this through Jeremiah, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. You know, friend, God, not only does he know the end from the beginning, but he wants the best for us. Thoughts of peace, not of evil. Here's some more verses just to support that thought. John 14, verse 2. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. How about this? Matthew 7, verse 9. Or what man is there of you? Whom, if his son ask bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he give him a serpent? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask him? One more verse, because I don't think we can have enough Bible to support the fact that God is a good God and he wants the best for us. Psalm 84, 11 from the Old Testament now, For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. I think we can all agree. 
God wants and does the best for us. But what happens when we, you and I, choose not to accept his best? Just like that prime rib was offered to me, I can tell you I just picked at it. I was so, hope was deferred. I wanted ribs and I was so bothered. You should have seen the look on my father's face, how disappointed he was with my disappointment. He had, he had scratched and scrimped and he had paid for this nice meal for the family and I was disappointed by what I ordered. How about the look on our father's face, God the father, the disappointment in his eyes when he offers us the best and we choose anything else. You realize, friend, this is a binary decision. This is not good, better, best, or horrible decision, slightly less horrible, worse, worser, worsest. That's not a word, of course. But this is not a scale. This is binary. You either choose the best, or anything else is the worst. Friend, what happens? Well, the Bible is full of people making that decision and suffering the consequences. Let's look at one in Scripture. Remember in the book of Genesis? Let's look there for just a moment. I want you to see this with me. I'm going to turn to my Bible. Genesis chapter number 3. One of the first decisions made like this, where the best is clearly available. Verse number 1 of chapter 3. Now the serpent was more subtle than the beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. Now, we could talk about the lies that were said. We could talk about the half-truths. We could talk about Eve adding to God's commandments. But regardless, she makes a decision. When presented with the opportunity to partake of something she knew she should not, and God's best is ruined really sets a path for much of humanity, all of humanity. The reason for Jesus Christ's coming, being born of a virgin, is to correct an error made at the very beginning, to allow us fellowship, relationship with God. The question is this, will you choose God's best or sin? Romans chapter 5 verse 12, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. James chapter 1 verse 14, But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin when it is finished, bringeth forth death. You know, honestly, I can almost understand people choosing sin over God's best. You see, elsewhere in Scripture, it is actually promised that there is pleasure in sin for a season. But maybe you are right now in a circumstance of life where you have chosen sin over God's best. You know what the best looks like and you've chosen something else. I could list a litany of sins of all types, vices of every nature, sins of the flesh, sins of the eyes, the pride of life, all of these, but you know better than I. I could list off sins for an hour and maybe still not get to yours, 
but the Holy Spirit might be nudging you right now. Maybe you've allowed God's best to fall by the wayside because you have chosen sin. God's best or sin? Which is it today for you? If you were to pause and maybe even bow your head, maybe you were to confront the God of all eternity. He's been knocking on the door of your heart, quite possibly, for longer than I've been talking. Maybe you give him entrance. Maybe you allow him to walk the deepest, darkest recesses of those hidden hallways of your heart, and maybe you give him the master key. So he goes back to those hidden places, those secret rooms where you've hidden those besetting sins. Maybe, just maybe, he's identified some of those things today. Maybe your own conscience has betrayed you, and you know there are some things that you could fix, that you could tweak, that you could change, things that you are convicted about. Maybe there are items that you need an accountability partner for. Maybe you know you've tried for weeks, months, years on end. Maybe they've been decades nipping at your heels and you run strong for a while, but then you fall back. Maybe, just maybe, today is the day that we turn a corner. Am I telling you that sinless perfection is around the bend? Absolutely not. But I am telling you that if the Holy Spirit is speaking to you right now, there is hope. God Almighty wants to give you the best. Sure, there may be wounds, there may be scars even that last for a lifetime, but I can tell you, life is always better living it on God's terms instead of persisting, instead of continuing in our sin. God's best is always the best. Maybe you'd like a friend. Maybe you'd like a confidant. Maybe you'd like someone, if I can say, like me. Someone who honestly doesn't know you. Well, sometimes it's easier to tell someone like me those deep and dark things than it is others. Maybe, just maybe, you'd like to reach out. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to talk to you. We have some wonderful counselors on the staff here at Bible Tracks Incorporated, and depending on my schedule, I'd love to get you in contact with one of them. Regardless, though, I'd love to hear from you and talk to you first. You can reach me directly multiple ways. The announcer at the conclusion of the program will tell you all of them, but here are just a few. You could text me. I'd love to hear from you. Maybe you know that there's sin in your life. Maybe this is the first time you're willing to be honest about it. Maybe you'd like to talk to me. This is not some sort of confessional. This is not some sort of situation where I absolve you from sin and tell you to go say a certain number of Hail Marys. No, friend. But iron does sharpen iron. So a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. I'd love for you to text me at 309-316-7240. Again, that's 309 316 Seven two, four, zero. You can also send me an email, Micah at BibleTractsInc.org. That's M-I-C-A-H at BibleTractsInc. Tracts is spelled T-R-A-C-T-S. Then I-N-C dot O-R-G. Micah at BibleTractsInc.org. I would love to hear from you. I'll be honest with you, that 
is a part of my ministry. Don't think you're bothering me. You are allowing me to fulfill a significant portion of what God has called me to do. Please allow me the privilege. Tomorrow on the broadcast, we're going to continue talking about some other items of life that may cause us to neglect God's best. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm Michael McCurry. This has been Bible Tract Echoes. I look forward to speaking to you tomorrow on the broadcast. My prayer is that you have a wonderful day, a marvelous day for His glory. Please reach out. If we can be a help in any way whatsoever, don't hesitate one more time. 309-316-7240. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 604 A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.